Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. This uh, would be concerning for those of us who roll out of bed and walk down the hall to our now converted to an office. Okay. Uh, as we've been working uh, working from home, so maybe you oh. have a spare bedroom and you turn it into an office and that's right. been your transit every morning. is shuffling down the hallway in your slippers. Well... Uh, more and more, it looks like those those days are ticking, and the time is running out on the remote working. Uh, a lot of companies now want their workers back in the office. So much so, even Zoom, Zoom is making its staff return. <laughs> Zoom. <laughs> it's now enforcing a structured hybrid approach where employees who live near an office need to be on site at least two days a week because it's more effective. Wouldn't that prove for some to do just, okay, I'm moving away then? Mm, maybe. <laughs> I'll just pick up and move, especially if it's to the burbs. I think a lot of people did that during the pandemic, yeah. right? If you can move out of the city, bank a bunch of coin, and have a bigger house with an office to work from. Is anybody moving these days with interest rates? No, probably not that many. Sitting, putting, and, you know, it's, it's, it's right back to, well, we can't move, and this house needs a lot of repairs, but we can't afford that either anymore. Right. I never really, listen, I'm no economist, so what the hell do I understand? But I have often wondered, and I don't get it, why making everybody pay more in interest rates somehow helps with inflation or stops a recession? Because if we're not spending, right? like well, what does this solve? I, I, I guess you know, part of the, the theory is, is that by doing, by raising the interest rates, it stops people from overspending or borrowing okay. above what they can really afford to be borrowing because listen we were when we were as low as they were we were living high on the horse and people mm-hmm. are you know finishing dream home type scenarios which are meant to stay a dream for for many this is where you and i are so different you live high on the horse i live high on the hog <laughs> <laughs> all i can afford is a hog yeah i guess so i mean i uh, it's all but back to the hybrid working, though, I think yeah. most companies have gone back to being in the office. Mm. There are just maybe a few scenarios. Mm-hmm. And I expected, you know, I said it when, when that was happening when during the the pandemic, that there would be companies renting office space downtown that would see it being a better idea if they were still getting good work from their employees, it's, just yeah. to, to not have to rent that space because... You know, like all other rents, that has gone up as well. I would say for those who are kind of, uh, you know, sticking their uh, heels in the sand or whatever the saying is, or you're not crossing, uh, that there's the line in the sand, I guess is the saying, that I know I'm just not going back. Look, I think even for your mental health, it is very important to get up in the morning, shower, put on your big boy pants, and leave the house. Right. You know, just shuffling down the hallway to your converted bedroom into an office is not, you're going to sit there by yourself in the quiet, no human interaction. Right. Well, it's funny, I talked to, I was talking about this recently with someone who was a manager and said that they found that people who were good employees Mm -hmm. before were fine. Mm. They, They were not the problem. Those who were not great really weren't good. Right. Right. <laughs> came to work in from home. And I know, like, luckily, through the whole thing, and I think it was lucky, you, you know, you and I, as much as maybe at first with all the concerns and fear, weren't necessarily happy about being here, I look back on it, and I'm so grateful that I had to get up every day and come to work, that my life really didn't change. Right. 
I would I would have really struggled. Now, this job is different. If it's four hours, you're focused on it during that time. So had we had to do it from home, I would have been able to stay focused for those four hours. But I know me. And I know if I was in a general nine-to-five office job, oh, right. I'd get so distracted. Right. Oh, I think the garage needs sweeping out. <laughs> and for some, and I know Adrian has worked from home, and now it's more hybrid. She's in the office some days and at home. But she said just in general in terms of not being interrupted mm. in the middle of your task mm. by people who are aimlessly walking down the hallway looking for things mm-hmm. or wanting to talk and gossip, cutting that out has actually improved some things. Sure. Now, speaking of your wife, you two, the entire family, spent a whole week together in a way with right. all of your in-laws. Uh-huh. That, for some, an absolute nightmare. <laughs> well, the good news is when we go there, we're not locked into one right. cabin with everybody. Right. right. Everyone's got their own little place that they stay, and we uh, we get together and meet for bonfires mm. and uh, golf Right. Other fun, fun stuff. And so it ends up being just a really fun time. How many, uh, is involved? How many people? Is it like a couple uh, of hundred? Uh, no, not oh. that many now, but overall, I'd say because some live there. Right. In Eastern Quebec and some, and most kind of come in for this weekend kind of thing. It'd probably be 40 or 50. Okay. It's all said and done. Good amount of people. Yeah. Out of that 40 or 50 people, how many of them can you not stand? <laughs> Outside of your immediate family. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, had we all been shacked up in one spot, yeah. I'd think it'd be the majority. Yeah. Sure. But, but yeah, there's, you know, you can't, you, like any situation, some people are going to rub you the wrong way mm-hmm. here and there. Now, do you ever wonder, because you probably, as you're driving home, Maria and I are guilty of this, once it's all said and done and you're coming home, and we all will gossip between the two of us. Did you see what so-and-so did? Did you see that? Did oh, you, yeah. Did you hear the conversation so-and-so had with so-and-so? And I often wonder, what are they saying about me when they're driving home? Right. Because I know we think, well, like, I'm sure I rub a lot of people the wrong way. I know that of me. I know I can be a bit much, especially when I've had a few drinks. But, uh, you know, it's kind of like the guy who's uh, had a thousand relationships. None of them have worked out. Yeah. Well, maybe it's you. Yeah. <laughs> right. Maybe you're the problem. <laughs> so do you, do you sense, do you think of yourself? And that, that's good, a kind of an inward look at yourself. Mm. Do you think there's anything you do that would tend to rub people the wrong way? Uh, much like you. <laughs> <laughs> there's probably a few that roll in there and go, uh, roll out of there and go, man, does, does anything go wrong? <laughs> <laughs> Freeloading bastard shows up. <laughs> His new car. Yeah. And he goes, plays golf for a few days and goes back home to a good life. Yeah. Now, there's probably some of that. Right. I mean, that happens in here. Right. Exactly. I think that way about you. <laughs> Freeloading SOB. This uh, Barbie movie is doing massive, massive dough. Greta Gerwig is the director. She's the first solo female director to make one billion in the global box office with Barbie. Uh, and now the names Barbie and Ken are surging in popularity for baby names. Come on. Yeah. We're baby. naming kids Barbie? Why not? Doc Barbie. <laughs> now, is it a Barbara and you're calling her Barbie? Probably not. I don't know. Probably hey. just going straight Barbie. Yeah, straight up. And I get you. Listen, it's fine. I think it's because we associate the name Barbie with Ditsy Blonde. But right. uh, obviously, Barbie, the the uh, character in the movie, is anything but a ditzy blonde. Mm-hmm. 
So, uh, yeah, babynames.com says searches for Barbie blew up 300% in July and searches for Ken increased by 200%. These names have not peaked like this in popularity since 1963 for Ken and 64 for Barbie. So, but likely from the same thing, the original toy, right? Oh, yeah, probably. It's one of those things, and you really got to sit and think, you know, does this make sense 10 years down the road? Yes, or further. Yeah, 20, 30, the, the entire kid's life. Now, Ken's a solid name. And, you know, I'm sure you could go through life as Barbie, and it would be fine, I guess. Is it the most appropriate name for a girl? I, there's just too many kind of negative connotations around it, I think. But Ken is a solid dude's name. Right. You know, a Ken, a Gary, a Bill, a Bob. Fred, Jack, these are these are the names we got to get back to instead of Moonbeam and Sunshine and all the other crazy things <laughs> we're coming up with to name our kids. Uh, and all right, here's a good little question. Um, is this guy uh, being a jerk or not being a jerk? A fella posted on Reddit, am I an a-hole? This weekend, uh, I went to the movies to see Barbie with his girlfriend. He says on Friday, he bought tickets early so they'd have good seats reserved. When they got to their seats, a woman and her six-year-old daughter were in their seats. He told the woman she was in the wrong spot, and she was aware she was. She said that when she bought her tickets, there was only two left, one in the front row and one way in the back. So she was hoping they'd switch so she, so she could sit with her kid. He said, no, it's not really my problem, and claims he politely asked her to move. And she told him he was being rude and inconsiderate. Someone else overheard them and offered up their seats instead, so that was the end of it. After the movie, the guy's girlfriend told him he should have just said fine, and that would have been the right thing to do. So now he's not sure if he was being a jerk or not. Answer is uh, no, he wasn't at no, all. 100% he was not. Because yeah. he's prepared. Yeah. And you got a six-year-old and you're taking to Barbie. You think you would book ahead, make sure you get good seats. Right. Or if you can't get the seats together, you just don't buy seats. That's right. You go home and tell your six-year-old, we'll try next time. Yeah. No, for sure. And the consensus on Reddit is that he was not being a jerk. Oh, man. Yeah. This is, this is just your, your Karen, typical Karen. Well, it's not Attitude. even just the caring thing anymore. It's just that we only live in our own bubble. Yeah. We, we could care less. Yeah. And so everyone's got to cater to us now. Oh, yeah. Well, I didn't get the seats I want, so I'll just take the seats I yeah. want. I'll just take these two seats, and then uh, you're a jerk for not wanting yeah. to move. <laughs> that's such <a> Yeah. <laughs> They're probably saying, well, you don't talk to each other during the movie anyway, so you know, let, let your six-year-old sit down front. Yeah. Oh, listen, if I went into the theater with my kids when they were six, and they said, well, there's only one seat in the front and one in the, way in the back, I would be running. <laughs> I'll sit in the back. You sit down there and fuck everybody else. <laughs> You know, and I'm sure it's that, that thing. Oh, my six-year-old can't sit all by herself. Is, is, I don't even know. Is the Barbie movie? I guess it's appropriate for kids. I don't I, even know. I don't know. I don't. I can't imagine it's appropriate for a six-year-old. Yeah, probably not. Anyhow, okay. I thought we were going to disagree on that. Oh, really? I just had a feeling that maybe you would have been on the side of, oh, the parent needs to sit with the kid. Well, I, while I think yes, the parent needs to sit with the kid because certainly no one else's. A job to babysit yeah. them if they had separate seats, mm -hmm. but by all means, you know if you if you book seats to something, mm -hmm. you book your tickets, then you're entitled to your seat. Yeah, and it's not on you to be you know 
uh, empathetic to someone else's situation. It's like getting on a plane and you had a, uh, a first-class ticket and somebody in economy said, oh, well, there's a, my seat isn't beside my kid, so we're taking your first-class right. seats. Well, that's it. And, and, and while, yes, that happens quite often on planes, when they ask people to move mm-hmm. within their own section right? To, to say, hey, do you mind? We've got a couple that aren't, aren't sitting together. Would yeah. you guys mind or something like that? And, and they usually ask someone who's sitting single to right. make that move. I, I'm the one who, uh, with, when flying with family, if they say, uh, can you take another flight? I'll say yes. Right. Uh, <laughs> you want to bump me? <laughs> hey, you, Maria, you and the boys, you go ahead. Have fun. I, I'm catching a flight at midnight. It'll be fine. I'll see you at the resort tomorrow. Can I ask a little favor? Just a wee favor. And I, I'm going to throw this out there for all of us because I think we've all had this happen to us. I find that anybody who comes into my home, home renovation guys, plumbers, electricians, anybody who's doing a trade in my house, when you come into my house and you see the work that has already been done, my leaning tower of pizza, <laughs> I know it's all crap. <laughs> Just keep your opinions to yourself of right. past work done. Mm. I, 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 my ignorance is bliss. I, I don't want you to tell me that this is wrong and that is dangerous. Right. You make me feel stupid and bad about myself, and I'm already full of self-loathing. I think that's their own ego at at play there, where they have to say, you know, boy, you should have hired me before. Yeah. Kind of thing. Look, if I have just spent X amount of thousands of dollars on something, for you to walk up and go, well, that's not going to last. Yeah. That looks, that's wrong. Right. That's dangerous. I wouldn't use it. Right. What am I supposed to do now? Pay you <laughs> to thousands fix to fix it? Yeah. So somebody else can come in and say, well, that's wrong. Yeah. Anyhow, just a little tip. And, and it's not just in the, the home reno or trades. It, it's everybody. Mm. You know, I'm sure used car salesmen do it to each other. In any, any profession. Right. You know, you have somebody come in and steam clean your carpets and your cousin who's in the steam cleaning business drops by and says, why did they do it like that? Yeah. <laughs> because he's your cousin. He's yeah. saying you should have called me. Yeah. Well, except, no, I have a general rule about that, too. No family. <laughs> no family. One, they take way too long because right. you're back of the line for uh-huh. everything and because they're giving you a discount. And two, you have to get involved. Yes. And three, you've got to feed them or talk to them or hang out with them. And you can't comment when no. you don't like. No. <laughs> you have to take it as is. It is. is. <laughs> Although it's a good out with the other tradespeople because they come in and go, well, why the hell did he build the fence like that? You right. Know, it's my cousin. Yeah. Oh, I know. Okay, you got it for cheap. That's why he did it like that. Have you ever in the middle of the lovemaking found your mind wandering? Many people were asked about things they think about while they're in the sack. And many of us have thought about work. (laughs) Thought about our our next meal or what they want to eat. Right. Aren't you having a meal at that point? I incorporate food into my lovemaking. (laughs) Tray of nachos. Um, Thought about chores. I kind of look up and see the dust. Right. I really should. I really should clean that. That's the last time we did our sheets. Yeah. Um, 
Some of us have wondered if their partner ever had better sex with an ex. Right. Oh, I haven't wondered it. I know it. <laughs> it usually comes right around the apologizing phase. Yeah. yeah. Nobody else ever cried, Craig. What's wrong with you? Um, some have thought about someone other than their partner. Well, listen, that might not be wrong. Let's not be too judgmental. <laughs> Sometimes you got to think about other things, get you over the hump. Uh, many of us have thought, when will this be over? <laughs> and many of us have thought, how do I prevent this from being over too quickly? <laughs> I'm in that column. <laughs> so some of uh, it's been too quickly to have all of these thoughts. <laughs> Um, some have thought about asking their partner to try something new. I, is that a, is that a question you bring up in the middle of the lovemaking or is that a good over coffee conversation the next morning? Um, I think the next morning everyone's trying to avoid the conversation that that actually happened. It's daytime. Outside. You were trying to forget the O faces <laughs> that you've witnessed. <laughs> Did you ever know you look like a dog taking a pill with peanut butter? <laughs> yeah. Don't treat me like a Kong. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and some have thought, how good is this? Like, wow, this is great. Or wow, this isn't so great. So, yeah, I'm sure. I mean, I can't off the top of my my head think of, you know, it's the old joke about think of your grandmother doing taxes right. to delay things. Think of the Blue Jays. Well, maybe for some it'll excite them. But I certainly have been in the category of, how do I prevent this from right. being over too quick? <laughs> Did you know that button mushrooms, cremini mushrooms, and portobello mushrooms are all the same mushroom? Oh, really? Just at different stages of growth. Oh, okay. Because yeah. portobellos are usually, like, huge, right? Mm -hmm. I've often wanted to try, and I never have, like the, sometimes you'll offer up uh, like a hamburger. Like a steak. Yeah. Well, no, but I mean, the, the the portobello mushrooms, some of them are so big, they'll make, like, you can make like a burger out of them. Yeah, well, sorry, that's what I meant. Like, you treat it like a, like a, like a, yes. like a steak or a, yes. a patty, I guess, right? Yeah. The opposite of ambidextrous is ambilivous. It's when someone's clumsy with both hands. <laughs> I guess I'm ambivalent. <laughs> it is funny how some people, like I'm left-handed with everything. I, I, I golf left-handed. I, I write with my left hand. I shoot a hockey stick with my, I throw and catch with my left hand, which made me a great baseball player. Right. Put them in the outfield. When I was in the outfield, they were just smacking them you out of the throw park. and catch I with your left hand? You can't catch with your right hand? No, no. Never have been able to. I have to catch with my left, take off the glove, and throw the ball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I also. Like, was that Jim Abbott, but he had one hand. It wasn't his fault. Right. No, I'm just useless. And of course, I, uh, I treat myself harshly with my left hand as well. <laughs> Too well, much well, information. Sometimes I include both if I'm doing the tap, tap, right. tap. <laughs> Jesus. You're going to be the I don't need to see you do it You're again. Gonna, you've been a bad boy. <laughs> Yeah. The first lesbian kiss on primetime network TV was L.A. Law in 1991. The first passionate gay male kiss was in 2000 on Dawson's Creek. Okay. Yeah. Was, it, was it L.A. Law? 
That's what they say. I thought it was Ellen's show. This is 91. Well, I guess she that's where she later. came out, yeah. right? And that was probably later in the 90s. Gotcha. One of the main reasons Blu-ray beat HD DVD is because Sony included a Blu-ray player in the PlayStation 3 to get it into ton of in the ton of homes. Yes. But because of the cost, they lost 200 bucks on every PlayStation 3 they sold, about 3 billion in total. Really? Yeah. Yeah, but they made it up in the sales of the Blu-rays probably, right? Sony's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, did all their stores close? I think they did. Remember, they used to be the Sony store. They used to have a Sony store. I, I haven't seen one or looked for one in some time, but that's probably the big box taking over too, right? Well, yeah, but also when you go into a Sony store and look at their TV, it would be $5,000, and you go to another store that was generic everything, and they sold it for 2500 bucks. Exactly. Like everything was double in there. Right. Uh, it seems like Major League Baseball has seen a lot of baseball players over the years, but the total is smaller than you might think. As of yesterday, in 400, 147 years of baseball history, there have been a total of only 20,459 Major League ball players. That includes everyone who played for decades down to those who appeared in just one game. Wow. So for comparison, the smallest Major League Baseball stadium is a Tropicana Field, home of the, the Rays. It has a capacity of around 25,000, meaning every player who's ever made the majors could fit inside and it still wouldn't sell out. That's crazy. Yeah. When you, it's like, you know, a few years back, the NHL had hit 1,000 players mm. in its history. And you think about that and go, holy crap. It's crazy, right? <laughs> like if you thought the odds were long and then you hear that. Mm. And the thing with baseball is too, their draft has like, you know, like, like the, all the rule five drafts, all these different rule drafts, and they're drafting like like 30 players a year, and yeah. they're never seeing the majors. Someone told me recently they went to a Jays game at the uh, refurbished Rogers Center, and it's basically like a club, a club crawl. Pub crawl? Pub crawl. Yeah, it's like, because I guess at that standing area, and they say it's beautiful and it's amazing and a great yeah. way to see a game. But I guess you just got bars all over the place. So you basically start at one end of it and work your way around. And by the time you get to the end, you're broke. Well, yeah, it gets makes the time pass in there, I'm sure. Yeah, spending $18 on a Bud Light. Thank you very much. <laughs> now, speaking of sports, uh, you would know this. Uh, I saw a couple of things recently about rumors of Connor McDavid and the Toronto Maple Leafs. Are these just rumors? Uh, I assume so. Yes. Yeah. How long is he still signed with Edmonton? Just signed, I believe. He just re-signed with yeah. them? He's been there like almost a decade now, right? Uh, he's no, he's not in his thirties so yet. Yeah, but yeah, but he he is still young in his in the mid twenties. Mm. But by the time he's all said and done, there they're, they're mm. going to try and wrap him up forever in Edmonton. Right. Good for him, huh? I mean, I know it's a great life and a lot of money, but who the hell you grow up wanting to play in the NHL and you end up your entire career with the Oilers? There are there are worse. Where? <laughs> Winnipeg, maybe. <laughs> Yeah, the, the, there's some places in the states that you probably wouldn't want to play too. Like if you get into like Minnesota, yeah, that would be that wouldn't be good. Yeah, and if you're a, a wife married to a hockey player, you don't want him playing in the say like Vegas. Right. <laughs> you you stay with the kids in Edmonton. I'm just gonna. I, I, hey, I've been drafted. What do you want? Right. I've been traded. What are we gonna do? Well, and, and listen, that, that plays into some. You see that in free agent frenzy where players. Like they don't want to go to some towns, and some of it because their families don't want to go. Sure. There. Who would want to go to Edmonton or Winnipeg, honestly? <laughs> 
I hope if this NHL play-by-play thing works, I hope Winnipeg takes you and you're stuck there for the better part of 20 years. Pray every day. Just spite. Yeah. Uh, the first Mickey Mouse cartoon was Steamboat Willie, and it was shown before a gangster movie called Gang War in 1928. Hmm. When Sarah Michelle Gellar, I've always said Geller, and then one day she said it's Gellar, and I really? just thought, shut up with the Bro. Gellar. You're Geller. <laughs> okay, Settle Veen. down. Sure, whatever, Craig Veen. That's right. Sarah Michelle Gellar, when she was five, she did a Burger King commercial that made fun of uh, McDonald's hamburgers. So McDonald's sued Burger King, named her in the lawsuit, and she was banned from going to McDonald's as a kid. What? Yeah. Yeah. Because she was an actress in the commercial? Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's how it worked out. Male bonobos get set up with female bonobos to mate with by their mothers. The hell's a bonobo? It's like a monkey. Okay. I think it's a form of a monkey. Look up a bonobo. All right. B-O-N-O-B-O-S. Um, Donkey Kong isn't a donkey. A Japanese game designer choose, chose donkey to convey stubborn in English, while Kong was simply to imply him being a large ape. When he suggested his name to Nintendo, people laughed, but the name stuck. Yeah. I don't know if I really, really ever thought about that. Uh, when a businessman brought the first umbrella to England in the mid-1700s, People hated the idea of using them so much they threw garbage at them. <laughs> Thankfully, he had an umbrella. Yeah. They couldn't land on them. I just started watching Peaky Blinders. You, you loved it, oh, right? Oh, yeah. I just saw, like, the first two episodes. I didn't realize, and I've got one of those hats. I'll don it occasionally. The Peaky Blinder, they, they would... Uh, Slash your eyes. Yeah, they would put razor blades in the top of it. And then, because I, I looked it up, I go, what the hell is a Peaky Blinder? And it was the name of this gang, but also, yes, the razor blades in the hat. And then when you watch the first episode, you can see there is a... They've got a razor blade yeah. between the brim and the yeah. top there. Well, it's it's to the point now, and you'll you'll see it. Uh, Killian Murphy, who, who stars in it, and he was also mm-hmm. in Oppenheimer, mm-hmm. um, has said now that his next role will be a non-smoker. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> you watch uh, as uh, as he gets going right. in Peaky Blinders, the amount he hauls on the darts. Oh, really? Throughout that, and then in Oppenheimer, I guess he had to do it again. And you know, they don't smoke actual cigarettes. Mm. It's, it's like sometimes it's like tea leaves, but it's still it can't be great for you. Yeah, Birmingham, England, nineteen nineteen seemed like a pleasant place. <laughs> so much better back then. No, it wasn't. If you like to defecate in the streets. Right. Sure. Tron was not named, uh, nominated for special effects Oscars in 1983 because the Academy thought using computers to make effects was cheating. Mm. Uh, when the first car radio was introduced in the 1930s, there was a huge battle over whether they were too distracting. Okay. Distracted driving at yeah. that point. Yeah. Well, and and in some senses they are. <laughs> For many, you see them bopping along. People are drumming on the on the steering wheel mm-hmm. and completely going crazy singing along. Well, and part of the problem with I think new cars is all the touchscreen stuff. You want to talk about distracting? Yeah, you got a full-on laptop beside yeah. you. Starting in our fifties, most people have a noticeable reduction in body hair, especially in the legs. The reason is unknown, but it could be due to poor circulation or lower hormone levels. Okay. Charles Darwin used to eat all the rare species he'd find to see what they tasted like. He sampled puma, giant tortoises, iguana, 
armadillos, rats, and more. The guy who invented the USB wanted it to be flippable, so that, uh, but that doubled the cost. So we got USB devices that only plug in one way and always somehow the opposite of the way you're trying to plug them in in the first place. <laughs> so true. Fight with it all the time. The phrase, knock, knock, who's there, comes from Shakespeare. It was in Macbeth. Okay. And babies are born without kneecaps. They have cartilage that hardens into bone as they get older. Okay. So now you know. Rock Mornings with, with Craig Venn and Lucky. Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.